Welcome to Lombardi's Legends Podcast. This is Wags. Joining me as always is Dane. Dane, season is over. How you doing, man? Wags, it didn't end the way we wanted this thing to end, but uh, I come out of this year as incredibly optimistic. I, I take away some really positives from this year overall i mean anytime you get a game away from the super bowl is a is a really encouraging thing especially with a first year head coach uh, and what i take out of this and aaron Rodgers touched on it after that that tough loss against san francisco um, the windows wide open uh, as Roger said, and also I just have to say that it's very clear that the hires uh, that the, the team has made over the course of the last couple of years uh, were the correct hires, and both with uh, Goody as general manager and as Coach LaFleur, I really like the direction this team is going. Yeah, absolutely. So folks, I, if you were looking for some punishment and wanted a game <laughs> recap of that uh, NFC championship game. I, I do apologize, but uh, Dan and I are as diehard as uh, any of you out there. And we just really couldn't bear to get too deep into that game. For one thing, it was just pretty ugly to be honest with you. And, and uh, Dane, you're going to chime in here, here in a second. But I, the, uh, the other thing is it, it being the last game of the year, the the recap loses, I think, a little bit of value for us uh, and for you guys. Uh, from our standpoint, we really like the recap as, as a builder uh, in season, uh, what we can look for to improve on week over week. And uh, being that, we'll have a brand new team, and it's going to be another six to seven months before we see football again. Um, there's really not a whole lot to get into there, is there, Dan? No, there's not. And, uh, you know, next year it's going to be a completely different team. Uh, you know, every team takes on a little bit different personality. I think it's fair to say that we have a good idea of some of the guys that are going to be on this team next year. Of course, Aaron Rodgers at quarterback, uh, Aaron Jones at running back, uh, Devontae Adams, a wide receiver. You know, you can go down the list and, of course, on the defensive side of the ball as well. Uh, but we're going to have a new draft class coming in here. Uh, we did see um, right after the season that the Packers signed all 10 of their practice squad players to futures deals, which congratulations to those guys. They, they worked really hard this year. Um, so they're going to get a look and all of a sudden this roster goes from 53 to 90, right? In a blink of an eye, they're going to be adding more and more bodies, more and more players here. We're going to see a lot of movement. So uh, you're right, Wags, that you know, the, 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 there's no point in going back, looking backwards. Let's look forward. And, um, you know, I was really encouraged by uh, the, the, the public comments that Goody had in that press conference uh, just a day or two ago here. Um, it's clear that he saw some holes uh, in this roster and um, he was honest about them. And what I thought was fascinating, Wags, is 
he was saying a lot of the stuff that we've been saying. So I, I, I'm encouraged that uh, we've got a general manager here who not only sees, I think, uh, the, the, the big problems that, you know, some of the, the bigger issues here on the, on the team from a roster perspective, but also that it appears that he's going to be aggressive in trying to fix this because this window's open and we want to win another championship. Yeah, so we're uh, just programming note. Um, so for today, we're going to kind of just do a, a little bit of season and review as as Dane's touching on some thoughts and I'll have some thoughts as well. Um, and what we'll get into as we get further into the offseason, we'll, we definitely have um, to do some positional breakdowns, uh, just kind of looking back at the season, um, how did those position groups fare, and what can we look for in free agency in the draft based on uh, what, the, what needs we may have uh, from each position group. Um, how did the coaches at those position groups uh, do in their either their first year or at least their first year on uh, Matt LaFour's staff? Uh, and uh, then uh, certainly um, uh, we'll get into some free agency discussion and some draft discussion over the next couple of months. Um, but um, for tonight, I, I think it's really just kind of an overall uh, just look at at the team. And, and we're going to dive into some of Goody's comments, as, as Dane, as you just said. So um, I, I was fascinated by uh, his uh, press conference comments as well. There was there was some definitely some things to unpack. Right. And uh, first and foremost, it was uh, let's just kind of touch on uh, he was asked about the team preparation and, and what they looked like um, going into that uh, 49ers game. And and he I think he touched on that fairly well. He gave a full vote of confidence to this coaching staff, uh, but uh, said that. Um, certainly, uh, they were all disappointed with the way that the season ended and, uh, there's no getting around that. Uh, we didn't play our best game and the 49ers were probably the more talented team. We needed to play our best game and we needed to have some breaks go our way and it didn't happen, unfortunately. Um, so it, it was discouraging, uh, no doubt about it, but, um, at the end of the day, uh, I agree, Dane, our window is wide open and, uh, let's just appreciate where we were a year ago. We were talking about who's going to be the next coach of the Green Bay Packers <laughs> coming off a year where we had a losing record and we had holes all over this roster. And a year later, we made it to the NFC championship game. And we have quite a few less holes. We have a few holes, but we have quite a few less. And, um, and, and we don't maybe have quite as much free agency money uh, to play with here. But uh, we'll definitely be in a position, as you said, to be aggressive with some of the guys that we want to bring back, uh, as well as to fill some, some gaps and some holes. And, and the good news is, folks, there's not as many to fill, and I don't think they're at positional groups that will be as difficult to to add uh, as well. So I'm I'm very bullish about where we are um, headed into the early part of this offseason. Yeah, I mean, Wags, it's so I think it's healthy to reflect on the good and the bad, but the good here is um, 
man, last year we were going, is Clay Matthews coming back? You know, who's going to be our pass rushers? Um, you know, a lot of fans at that point. Wags, I remember we talked last offseason before free agency. We were like, I hope we could get Zadarius or Preston Smith. Wouldn't that be great? Or Adrian Amos, one of those guys. And then Goody goes out and signs all three of them. And quite frankly, um, the last game, you know, notwithstanding, completely remakes the, the face of the franchise on the defensive side of the ball, the personality of the, the defensive side of the ball. And, um, you know, th this team goes from um, barely being able to touch a quarterback to multiple sacks a game from individual players and, and at times uh, absolutely dominant on the defensive side of the ball. Uh, yeah, there's a couple uh, key positions there, I think, on the defense that maybe are going to need an upgrade. But, Wags, we're not looking at wholesale changes anymore. We're looking to fine-tune one or two positions probably on that defense, and that maybe takes us from being in the middle of the pack to, quite frankly, being a top-five defense now next year well yeah we'll see who they're able to get and, and add um but i agree and and the good news is is that it, we're talking not you know it was every position group that was a whole yeah. last year i mean we said we you're right just going back and thinking about it we basically fired the entire uh you know safety group um and uh you know we we, we were bringing in an entirely new um you know defensive or out edge uh rushers and um, we were hoping maybe we'd get one guy in the draft maybe one guy in free agency as you said uh, but uh, uh in addition to that uh, we weren't even looking at old line in free agency and Billy Turner came in and and I, I thought did a pretty solid job played this the year. most snaps out of any offensive lineman on the Packers roster he played uh, constantly certainly and uh, we were looking at him as potentially you know because of his versatility that he might be playing a couple of different positions this year but knock on wood that offensive line outside of Lane Taylor was able to stay pretty darn healthy all year along with most of the rest of the roster, frankly. Um, so uh, it's going to be interesting to see uh, as we get into the free agency discussions what is going to be targeted uh, in terms of the positions. But the good news is, is, is defensively, we're really looking at more than likely um, the inside linebacker group, which... Uh, is traditionally not a position group that the Packers have invested uh, too heavily in. Um, so I'm not sure that we're necessarily going to get anyone in free agency. So we'll have that discussion, you know, uh, as we move forward. But um, one huge takeaway, first of all, that I got from uh, one of uh, Goody's comments the other day was, uh, that middle linebacker group definitely is not one that we should expect to see the same personnel coming back next year. Short of, you know, we've got Ty Summers on the roster, Oren Burks on the roster, and they'll be um, competing. Uh, but uh, I would expect to see some new names there for sure. Yeah, and, and you touched on Ty Summers. I like Ty quite a bit um, in, in the preseason. He was a little up and down at times, but... 
um, you know, in, in the limited uh, the opportunities we had the chance to see him in the base defense, I really liked his athleticism and, uh, and he seemed to be in the right position more often than not. Uh, he's going to have an off season to grow. He contributed quite a bit. I thought on special teams as well, Wags, uh, he was on the active roster throughout the year. He dressed, I think every game, uh, if I'm not mistaken. And, uh, um, and, you know, definitely made his impact felt uh, on special teams. So he may have an opportunity to grow a bit in a more of to a base role from year one to year two in a leap. But Wags, I agree. Um, you know, Goody said he's going to take, quote, a long look at the inside linebacker position. And that was music to my ears. Uh, I, I think that uh, Blake Martinez, um, you know, high motor guy tries works hard uh, he communicates within the defense quite a bit uh, but to your point Ted Thompson never really invested in the inside linebacker position I believe uh, AJ Hawk got drafted fifth overall and then after that it was a lot of fourth round picks uh, right around that range you know I, I think about uh, Desmond Bishop I think about uh, guys of, of that nature, guys that could, you know, fill a role for, for a little bit, uh, but nobody that was necessarily the standout inside linebacker. Now, I don't know if we're able to make that position move this year. As you said, free agency, who knows? I don't know how much we're going to be able to spend, but it's nice to see a coaching staff right here that and a general manager who, who saw – uh, an issue and isn't afraid to say it out loud hey we need to take a, a better look at that position does that mean Blake Martinez is completely out the door mm, I don't think so uh, but Wags I'll say that it's probably more likely than not that Blake Martinez played his last snap in Green Bay yeah I, okay I, I wouldn't say 100% but I'd say it's like 97% yeah. that he's 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 going to be having to look for uh, an opportunity elsewhere and and look um he he certainly had a lot of tackles uh, and I I get that um he's been reliable um you know he he's been the guy play uh calling all of the defensive um you know play calls and alignments and so it, it he's he's been someone that's in many ways been a valued part of the green bay defense unfortunately he's been also part of some pretty bad defenses and uh this year uh he um i would say his deficiencies definitely showed themselves i i saw quite a few times where the good teams that uh, had some good offenses and good coaching staffs were game were clearly game planning to expose Blake Martinez uh, and uh, for that matter um, the second level of this Packers defense overall um, and so no disrespect to Blake but um, I I <laughs> I think I've made known uh, that I feel like he was the the weak link uh, still on this defense um, uh, there were so many holes in the past few years that I don't know that it, it was noticed as much um, this year um, as we uh, increased the talent level uh, they were both able to cover for some of those deficiencies at times um, and some of those deficiencies became much more glaring at times uh, so uh, and none more so in this in this final game against San Francisco um, 
And, and, and so I don't think we need to get into all of that uh, personally because um, I, I just feel like based on Goody's comments, they saw that as well. And it, it's pretty clear to me that they're going to be moving on from Blake. And and I, I, I understand there's some of you out there that, that watch these games and, and you're uh, strong Packer fans and, and you may like Blake Martinez and say he's – leading the, the league in tackles how right. can we let this guy go but um i'm just gonna have to tell you to trust goody and you know uh trust me when i say that um we can uh improve that position group um and sometimes the best thing to do is uh addition by subtraction and and um again all respect to blake martinez but i think that this is certainly going to be one of those circumstances now were you encouraged by goody in his press conference talking about uh, one of his priorities being re-signing kenny clark yes yeah i mean kenny i thought He's gotten better and better. He's still very young. I don't have his age right in front of me, but he's still a very young man. Uh, next year, is the, he's in his last year of his contract, uh, and it sounds like a priority for the Packers to uh, re-sign him before training camp. Uh, Wags, we're only as good in the NFL as uh, the guys that can control the line of scrimmage. Kenny Clark is clearly a difference maker, and I think he somehow can continue to even get better, and that's got to be scary for the rest of the NFC North and the rest of the NFL because uh, when he's playing his best football, he's an absolute game wrecker and a game changer uh, across the defensive line. And uh, Wags, I I was really impressed by him this year, and I expect the Packers to not only re-sign Kenny Clark but also continue to invest in the defensive line. I know that we have uh, a couple, uh, you know, guys, Dean Lowry under contract as well, but, you know, we're not going to get into the draft today it's a long way away uh, but I think Goody sees the value and is going to continue to um, you know throw new bodies in on that defensive line to make it as competitive as possible I agree a couple years ago and, and this isn't someone that we're going to be looking at anymore at this point but a couple of years ago uh, you uh, folks will recall uh, we signed Muhammad Wilkinson late in the free agency process i think in the summer right. if i don't if i'm not mistaken and unfortunately he sustained an injury and really wasn't able to contribute in the regular season um but i would not be surprised in addition to prioritizing kenny clark and and getting a deal done which it certainly sounds like they're going to make sure they do um that they're going to keep their eyes on the free agency market and see if they may be able to invest this position group the defensive line is primed i think to have um a a veteran um that's kind of uh you know able to contribute um and has proven uh that they've been able to play at i'm not saying they're going to get an all pro guy uh i I don't think that's going to happen that's that's kenny clark folks that's our guy Uh, yeah that's our guy but i i i wouldn't be shocked if they got let's just say a Muhammad Wilkinson type on a prove it type deal where they're able to get a short-term contract and maybe invest a little bit of their final resources. Uh, Because Dane, I know you love Tyler Lancaster and uh, I think Dean Lowry is solid. I, 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 
I'm not sure uh, that he's a, a big difference maker, but I thought he did a pretty solid job. Um, but I, I do think they need to improve the athleticism a little bit on that defensive line and give them a little bit more versatility. So I wouldn't be shocked. I, I, to me, Tyler Lancaster has proven that he belongs on this roster, uh, no doubt about Absolutely. that. Um, and and, he, and he, he works his tail off. But um, he, I mean, athletically, I, I just feel like we need to get a little bit more speed um uh, at that position and and be able to have some guys he's solid in the r- obvious rundown but we we need to get a a little bit more versatility and i i think another um uh, player at that position shouldn't be too hard to come by and i'm not talking about spending big dollars um but uh, so really on this defense to me it's uh maybe a little bit on this defensive line and then that inside linebacker group and and that's about it um, uh, for me. I, I don't know if there's anything else that you're looking at. You know, it, the question then becomes uh, if Tremont Williams, you know, does he come back? Is he retiring? Is he going to play ball next year? Uh, we love Tremont on this podcast. Uh, you know, great Packer. I thought Shandon Sullivan played ridiculously good football this year for this team and I think that he's a natural fit to take uh, on some more snaps he was already playing a ton of snaps uh, on this defense this season wouldn't be surprised to see him continue I think he's a restricted free agent uh, which is great news if you're a Packer fan because I think we're going to be able to bring him back then for you know pretty certain that we're going to have that opportunity to do that uh, which the Packers will take I guarantee that Um, so that might be a question mark of do they add another corner you can never have enough corner speed again um, maybe not investing big money in that position but if you can find talent there uh, and then you have you know king and jair alexander and shandon sullivan and josh jackson and the list goes on uh, might be helpful to do Will Redman, who's been playing a little bit more safety, but I think that the, the special teams coaching staff is going to be battling to try to keep uh, Redman on the roster. He plays a little bit of both on the defensive side of the ball, but has played really good special teams. Um, that might be a position there as well. Uh, but Weggs, you're right. I don't think we're looking for these huge splash plays right now. Uh, it's upgrading the inside linebacker position and then just getting better. But, but I think that we have a lot of base players. The, the studs are in the house, right? And the house has a really strong foundation right now. Now it's finding a couple more key pieces to help complement the talent that's already on this roster. Yeah, and I think it'll be interesting to see um, if uh, Goody is able to use um, the trade market as a potential way to add or to uh, change this roster uh, this offseason as well, um, given that uh, we may not need to um, uh, potentially uh, draft as many guys to fill holes or go out and sign as many guys to fill holes, we may be able to flip maybe some of our capital uh, to, um, you know, get some of the the players that we're looking for. So um, on the offensive side of the ball, um, some of the biggest takeaways, I think, from Goody's comments were wide receiver, we will be adding to that group. No Uh, doubt about it. Music to my ears and not a surprise. I mean, listen, uh, Goody isn't a fool. <laughs> I have full confidence in this guy. He knows what he's doing, uh, as does the rest of that personnel, um, you know, uh, staff uh, in, in his in his office. And so, uh, I, 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 
I would not be surprised at all um, if we um, add via free agency and add via the draft uh, to this wide receiver group. Um, we just need to get faster and more explosive um, and um, certainly just in this uh, again, uh, we'll, we'll have some opportunities to get into the draft uh, discussion, but uh, scuttlebutt is this is a really strong wide receiver draft. And um, uh, we've got a few free agent, I think, uh, opportunities out there as well uh, that will be in our price range. Um, hopefully, you never know. These, these things can get a little crazy. Um, but um, uh, it, it, it's going to be a position that, that's going to look, I think, quite a bit different as we move into the offseason and, and into next season as well. Wags, I think that is going to be the most competitive position to watch in training camp next year is the wide receiver position. Um, because there is going to be a significant change over there. There's no doubt in my mind. Geronimo Allison's a free agent. He will not be back. Uh, I can say that with certainty. I just don't see it happening. Uh, Devontae Adams, clearly a lock. Alan Lazard, I'm going to say he's a lock. He played really good football down the stretch for the Packers. I don't see a scenario where he doesn't make a roster spot out of six guys, right? Um, after that... I think it's all up in the air. Jake Kummerow plays phenomenal special teams. That might help his chances. And uh, to your point, we'll go down this list and down the road, you know, we'll do draft previews and we'll look at free agents and do all of that. But um, there's a real opportunity uh, for the Packers to add in the draft. That might be our first round pick right there is a wide receiver or a tight end. I think it's really going to be probably falling to one of those positions unless a middle linebacker comes our way. Um, so, you know, there's a few uh, position groups that I really am circling as as potential to be our, our number one pick there. And I think wide receiver might be at the top of the list. But you're right, Wags. I mean, even uh, the guy who a lot of people, the Packers wanted to see sign or trade for was uh, Emmanuel Sanders. I believe he's a free agency after the he hits free agency after the Super Bowl. So even a guy like that, in addition to free agency, um, they're going to be incredibly active. And, and I expect high investment there. And then as we progress through also this tight end position, Jimmy Graham is on the final year of his contract. I believe he's owed eight million dollars. Um, Goody paid him compliments but wasn't necessarily committing <laughs> to, to bringing him back. Mercedes Lewis is a free agent, getting up there in age, but has said that he wants to play another year. I thought he added a great dynamic to the offense this year, a great locker room guy in addition to his talent in the run game, had some key catches for the Packers. Uh, Jay Sternberger, rookie, He's coming on, folks. I am really encouraged by what he did for the Packers after coming back from injury partway through the year. Uh, filled in in the fullback role with Danny Vitale down. I had his first touchdown in this playoff game. Um, I really like what Sternberger is doing. And then we've got Big Bob Tunyon, uh, who... You know, I, I think it's going to need to step up a little bit. Uh, I thought that he had some injury issues this year. Um, so there's a couple guys on the roster, but wouldn't be shocked, Wags. And I'm curious your thoughts on this. Um, if you think that we're going to see major turnover in this tight end group, or are they going to do more of the same this year? Yeah, I mean, it'll be interesting to see. It, I guess it, it's going to depend on how things unfold. I mean, uh, these things are not all just 
they don't just all happen in a vacuum, right? I mean, um, uh, Brian Bulaga is someone that clearly uh, was another one that Goody mentioned is a priority to resign, but he said at the right price. Yes. And that's so key. I mean, I think we all understand that uh, Brian Bulaga is important uh, to this offensive line. There's not, I mean, I'm not sure we can talk more about whether Billy Turner's versatility would actually allow him to move out and play right tackle. Um, I'm not sure I'm ready to have that discussion yet right now. But if we re-sign Bulaya and it's at a, a, a price that, I mean, um, it, it, depending on what that number is, it, that's going to eat up some of the resources we have. Uh, and, and that's fine. I would love to have Blaga back. But um, then we may not have, uh, depending on what this wide receiver market is. Um, and if we bring Graham back, I, I, I'd be surprised. Reading between the lines, he says, well, I assume Gr- Jimmy's going to you know continue playing because I think he was asked about if Jimmy what, might be retire. But uh, he, he said, well, I haven't talked to him. So, I mean, uh, that's sort of, you know, GM speak for uh, we'll see how this hap or unfolds, right. but it, it's non-committal. Let's just, like you said, it, it was not committal, whereas he c- was very strong in coming out and saying Kenny Clark is a priority and um, Brian Balaga is a priority if we're able to get a deal done at the right price. I mean, um he was very honest. So I, I'm going to take Goody at his word and, and how he responded to those questions, I think says a lot. Um, and uh, so uh, it'll be interesting to see. I, uh, we clearly at the wide receiver position, you're right. We'll break this down some more. We need someone that can stretch the field. No doubt about uh, it. Unfortunately, MVS wasn't that guy. I'm not sure uh, if he will be given another opportunity to try to make this roster next year. Um, it's it's shocking to say that um, wide receiver for me, I think, was probably the most disappointing uh, position group um, this year. I, I, Devontae Adams is a stud, uh, so you kind of have to just put him aside and, and not – judge too too harshly on the group as a whole because he's he's just incredible but um i was uh, you know i think we both were i don't want to speak for you dane but i was very excited about some of the young talent we had at this wide receiver group this year and outside of alan lazard who you know he's not like this number two wide receiver right now but i thought he stepped up um unfortunately outside of him none of these other young guys uh, were able to to do a whole lot i i really like jay crumero but he's a, a fifth or sixth wide receiver he makes this roster more on special teams i yeah, think at I, this I, point i i like jay crumero don't don't get me wrong but um he probably shouldn't be out there getting a lot of snaps on on offense. Um, I mean, if, if he's if he's out there in some some four or five wide receiver sets or in some you know a few snaps here and there, uh, great. I, I mean, I, I he's he's a contributor, a special teams guy for sure. Um, but um, I, you know, uh, we need to improve uh, the uh, talent level and the skill level at at that. 
um, spot. Uh, you talk about Emmanuel Sanders. I'd like to go a little younger. Um, it might get priced out. I mean, we're talking like a Robbie Anderson was someone that you mentioned when we were doing, talking about kid. trading yeah. for him. I love him. I think and he's thought so maybe he might be a trade piece. Um, you know, he hasn't had the best quarterbacks to work with in his career with the Jets, but boy, he seems like he's been pretty productive. Um, then again, it'll be interesting to see. He might quickly price his way out of what Green Bay is able to do. So it's going to be interesting, folks. But um, uh, clearly to me, um, wide receiver, inside linebacker, and then maybe a little token um, investment in defensive line is where we're at. Um, that's not super significant overall. I, I feel great just saying that out loud. And when you look at it on paper um, – Versus where we were a year ago, uh, we are in really good shape. And um, I think if we're able to focus a game plan plan around just a few of those gaps or holes to fill um, via free agency draft and possibly via trade, um, I've got a ton of confidence that we're going to be able to get that done. Yeah, and uh, the other position group on the offensive side of the ball um, I think the Packers are investing in a backup quarterback this offseason. Um, we were very fortunate. Aaron was healthy this year. Um, I'm not saying it's a first-round pick because it's not going to be, uh, but I would not be shocked if you know we throw a third or a fourth-round pick as a, at a backup quarterback. Uh, nothing, and then they compete. You know, They'll compete with Boyle. They'll compete with Wilkins, and the best guys make the roster behind Aaron Rodgers. But wouldn't be shocked uh, to see the Packers bring in a little bit of fresh blood uh in that position group um, i'm expecting a big leap in year two in the offense i know matt ryan in a similar offense from year one to year two had a significant leap and uh, the packers are going to be expecting the same from aaron uh, but um, this isn't a replacement draft pick i think this is more of a, a solidifying a position draft pick and 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 you know see see some competition there so wouldn't be shocked to see that either wags yeah, um, I think, you know, I, I, that's nothing new, though. I mean, they're they're looking to draft a quarterback every couple of years regardless. I, I, I That's that's just standard operating procedure as far as I'm concerned. Um, I would, Although they haven't in a few years. I mean, we had Kaiser back there. I mean, Brett Hundley was a while ago. It's been a minute since true, we drafted True, but they did trade. They had some trade capital to acquire Kaiser, and uh, uh, Wilkins uh, certainly wasn't. Draft pick. He was undrafted. I understand. I, I agree. Um, and you're you're correct. I I I would say though, with with Kaiser, essentially, I mean, he was a second round pick for the Browns the year before the Packers traded for him. Um, and unfortunately, he didn't work out, as we know. Talk about addition by subtraction, though. <laughs> I, I'm just going to go on my high horse here. Uh, Randall, I'm so glad he's not on the Packers. Sure, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, uh, that was just a situation where both parties were trying to shake things up. They needed to make a change. I, I understand why they did that, um, and, and it just really didn't work out. But um, it, you're right. It was addition by subtraction either way. They were... They didn't have any. They needed to move on from from Demarius Randall, but um, yeah, I, I I agree. And we it's going to be interesting to see what they do with this tight end group too. Uh, I I thought Jay Sternberger he didn't do a lot 
in terms of catching the ball. He certainly obviously got a touchdown. So congrats to Jace for getting a touchdown in that final game. Um, But he was asked to be part of quite a few plays and personnel groupings um, coming back off of IR midseason as a rookie tight end. And he's lining up in the backfield. Uh, You know, he's going in motion, doing a lot more blocking than I expected him to do. So I would um, keep an eye on young Jay Sternberger. Uh, Traditionally, tight ends make uh, their jump when they make their jump, if they're going to make a jump um, from in in that year two to three window. So um, he showed a few flashes uh, that I think, you know, we'll see if that, um, you know, transpires into anything. But um, I think there's reason to be excited uh, for sure. So um, I'm not sure that we need to go out and and go crazy uh, in spending on this tight end. But I wouldn't be surprised if we brought Mercedes Lewis back. I agree. And um, and draft uh, another young tight end at at some point, uh, whether that's early or later. um, I'm not sure. Um, uh, to uh, add to this group as well. But my feeling is is they're going to be moving on from Jimmy Graham. Yeah, that's um, my gut reaction to Wags is I think Jimmy Graham's not going to be on this roster next year. Uh, and the the Packers are gonna find a way to you know make that work. Uh, but I also don't expect to see him off the roster all that quickly. I don't know what his signing the roster bonuses when those kick in for him. Uh, but I would expect for him to be on the roster as long as he needs to be, or as long as they can keep him around from a financial standpoint to see how the free agent market shakes out, uh, see how the draft shakes out. Wouldn't be shocked with that. Uh, and again, I preface that by saying, unless there's some giant roster bonus, and I guess I don't have that in front of me where that might force their hands, uh, at the start of a new league year for example yeah but i mean jimmy um i i know he disappointed you and some other fans at times his production wasn't what what we wanted to be and goody said that too you know his production wasn't what he would have wanted it to be um and i'm saying uh paraphrasing but um but he was very you know, it wasn't like a we. It was not the way that he he prefaced the middle linebacker position. Let's put it that Absolutely. way. Um, he treated Jimmy with class and and made it very much set it up. He didn't throw him under the bus at all. Um, Jimmy's been a professional and and um, uh, conducted himself well, and I think he's um, uh, come prepared and and played through some injuries and. Um, you know, and uh, has worked hard for this organization. So um, and he's very respected uh, by the organization and around the league. And uh, so uh, uh, Goody, I think, handled that the correct way. Uh, but uh, I, that's one of those read between the lines situations. Non-committal, I, I think it's pretty clear uh, that they've already made plans uh, to put the wheels in motion and, and move on from Jimmy Graham. Yeah, it's a price tag situation at a certain point with him. You know, if he was making three million dollars a year you're good when he's making 10 million dollars a year uh, and he's eating up that cap it, it became a challenge uh, for for the Packers now special teams wags uh, Mason Crosby also was on Goody's uh, he was on his tongue as well and it sounds like he's very interested in bringing Mason Crosby back and I don't see why he wouldn't be I thought Crosby had a banner year 
played really good football for the Packers. And, uh, you know, every every guy will preface everything with saying at the right price. Uh, but Mason Crosby's proven that he can kick at Lambeau Field. He's proven that he's been pretty reliable for the Packers over the years, has had some big, big moments for this team. Um, so I was in, I was encouraged uh, that he came up in conversation because what I don't want is for this team to completely retool uh, the way that they've been doing this and then they um, go quote unquote cheap at the kicker position and then we're sitting there like the Minnesota Vikings or the Chicago Bears in playoff position to kick a game winning field goal but they went cheap and they miss a field goal and we're out of the playoffs not because of our offense or defense but because we wanted to get a little bit uh, more inexpensive at the kicking position. Yeah, that's always one of those things. You look at it, and they could save a few million by not signing Mason Crosby. But at what cost or what yeah. risk? Um, to me, the two to three million that maybe they save, I'm not sure that it's worth it. Um, I, granted, uh, you don't know uh, if they bring someone else in, if they're able to do the job pretty well then, well, okay, yeah, if you can use that money and resources elsewhere and it can make a difference, great. But I, I don't know. I, I'm, we're not talking about – that's not a ton of money when we're talking about the ramifications of the, uh, you know, salary cap overall. So – and Mason seems like a guy that is pretty happy being in Green Bay, very entrenched there. Um, so – you know, certainly he wants, he's going to, like anyone else, want to make sure that he's feeling valued uh, and that they're taking care of him. Um, but I'd be pretty surprised if uh, they don't uh, work something out to, to bring Mason Crosby back uh, for next season. Especially with the Goody saying that he thinks Mason has a number of years left in his leg. You know, he he, he made a point to make it sound like, you know, Crosby's going to be playing football for a few years. And if you think that out of your kicker, uh, you should just invest in the guy and bring him back. I don't see why not. Yeah, why, 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 Goody? Though, are you giving leverage to Mason's agent before you even started <laughs> negotiation? They might already be talking wags. To be sure. fair, <laughs> Tyler Irvin's also a free agent. He was a late season addition in the return game. Turned around what was looking to potentially be a historically bad return team. And uh, the special teams was still not all where it needed to be near the end of the year. Uh, but I thought that he showed quite a few flashes and special teams was actually even worked in on the offense a few times, had some nice touches on the offensive side of the ball. Curious to see what his asking price is going to be um, going into the offseason. But uh, I see him as well as a potential guy that might be coming back to Green Bay. Um yeah, I, I liked what he gave us at the end of the year. He doesn't have any leverage, though. I mean, we um, if he wants to come back and compete for a job next year, great. But uh, he's he didn't do anything that is like, you know, um, that that that's putting him in a position to be asking for more money or demands or expectations. Right. Um, to me. Um, uh, if you bring him back, I would still very much like to see competition back there and, and bring in someone um, that might be a difference maker uh, in that return man role. Um, he showed a couple of things that tells me that I'd be comfortable uh, going into next season and, and him having some potential 
to break out uh, and, and have some difference-making type plays in a special teams return man role. But um, there was nothing that I saw that told, said that, you know, he's anything that's, um, you know, for sure a special talent uh, at that position. So um, I, I think we're going to have an opportunity to add, and um, uh, hopefully we have some, some players that we can bring in um, either in that wide receiver room, um, in that uh, defensive back room, or in that running back room uh, that traditionally uh, you see able to, to also uh, contribute as a return man as well. Yeah, and uh, we we, we uh, should also just mention the Packers did sign a couple guys from Canada as well, uh, Canadian Football League guys. I uh, just thought that was uh, interesting signings, guys that are you know had quite a bit of success uh, in Canada. I'm actually uh, I'm I'm looking forward to seeing if those young guys can do anything either, uh, particularly um, Deshaun Amos. Uh, of course, we got another Amos Wags, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, which I always love. But it, it's it's kind of fun to, to this time of year. Of course, I wish we were still playing uh, this week and, and going and playing in the Super Bowl, of course. But um, I think the future just looks so bright right now for Green Bay. The window is wide open. I'm so excited to see this team uh, start to build and already starting to look towards uh, another season. I think Packer fans should be really proud and pleased of what was done um, and, and really excited about what Coach LaFleur brought to the table. He has this uh, quiet intensity about him. He has complete command and control of that locker room. It was very clear that he walks this very fine, interesting line of um, those guys loved playing for him. It was no doubt about it. They played their backsides off for him this year, uh, but he also was the guy in charge, and that's not easy to do. So uh, just hats off to what Coach LaFleur was able to accomplish this season. Yeah, and that's one final thing. I mean, um, we, we uh, already uh, we lost um, – uh, one member of the coaching staff, but uh, we're not going to be filling out an entire coaching staff here this off season. So uh, there should be quite a bit more continuity, um, and these guys can just continue. You know, get a little break here, but uh, get back to work and and build on on what they started in year one and into year two. Um, one thing, one last comment. You made the uh, mention of the guys in Canada, and it was kind of a throwaway question. I thought in the press conference, uh, Goody was asked about the XFL, and uh, <laughs> but I thought it was kind of interesting. He did say, you know, listen, that could impact our ability to fill out a ninety man roster earlier on. But it gives them some additional scouting uh, opportunities. So um, if you guys are really hardcore about watching your football, um, I'm not sure what type of product the XFL is going to put out there in their reboot here uh, this later this spring. But uh, who knows? Uh, there could be some guys that, you know, uh, certainly this front office staff and, you know, every front office staff around the league, they're going to be keeping an eye out on, on uh, these guys. But it's uh, an additional opportunity to show what they can do 
so it might be uh you know interesting to to tune in if you will if you're really into watching that football uh and see if there's anyone that it might be worthwhile uh, for the packers to pick up going into next offseason whatever it takes to win wags <laughs> <laughs> absolutely so uh dane did you have any other thoughts i, I again just kind of circling back um so just as, an, as something, I guess, to expect, uh, we're certainly not going to be, I, I think, putting out a episode every, uh, you know, an episode or two every week um, now in the off season. But uh, we do have some content coming your way. Um, we'll do some of those uh, positional breakdowns um, and just kind of start to look at free agency and, and uh, some of the players that we have. Uh, available to potentially target uh, we'll get into draft previews um, and we have uh, uh, we're planned to we have at least one and uh, hopefully plan to have a few more um, interviews with uh, both current and former uh, Packers players uh, we do have a member of uh, the 96 Super Bowl team um, that we had the pleasure to interview a few weeks ago um, so stay tuned for that that'll be coming out um, uh, in the near future as well yeah, so thanks for listening. Uh, download us, uh, like us, rate us, share us with your friends. You know, Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, uh, all those great social media uh, platforms and wags. I just got to say that Coach LaFleur has brought an expectation of championships back to Green Bay and to the state of Wisconsin, and I am absolutely grateful for him to uh, to to be here uh, Packer fans enjoy this ride and thank you for listening please keep following us and liking us this has been an absolute pleasure to follow the team uh, during the season and now in the off season we're going to have a lot of fun uh, to Wags point great interviews coming up so thank you again for listening all right thank you I think that just about does it so go pack go go pack go